Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, and it is time for a Q1 review. Yep, we've had three months of the year go by and it's time to do that review to see where you're at with your goals because the last thing we want is to get to the end of the year and realize it's another year that went by and we didn't do the things that we wanted to do because somewhere along the year we forgot what those things are. So I've put together a 5R framework that I'd like to share with you. This is something that I've been using, I've been using with my clients as we do that quarterly check-in. And I thought, I'm gonna share that with you so that you have the tools so that you can also do your review and plan for the next quarter. So in this framework, the first R is reflect. You've spent three months working on your goals and it's time to reflect. You're going to reflect on what successes you've had so far and what got you those wins because those are things that you want to keep doing. Those were the good things that brought you success. So try to think about the past three months and with those items and hopefully You have been doing a review maybe weekly so that you can capture those items or maybe even monthly. Personally, I do a review weekly because sometimes I forget what happens week over week. So each week, sometimes on a Friday, sometimes on a Saturday, I would sit and I would review that week. I'll make sure I write my wins as they're happening each day because I know the priorities for that day. So reflect on the past three months and write down the wins that you've had and what got you those wins. This is a time where you can also check if you set any measures, how were you going against those measures? And I'll give you an example, an easy example. We'll use some numbers. Let's say you're a small business owner and you wanted to onboard five clients per month. So that would mean by the time you got to March, you would have 15 clients. Let's say you only have five. So that means you're missing 10 clients. And that's okay because you knew what got you the five clients. And then you're able to adjust what you're doing, knowing that when you get into the next quarter, you need to get that quarter's worth of clients plus the 10 that you missed in this quarter. So that's the way if we're using numbers, we can measure. You can also score yourself on the life areas that we have. So for example, you can think about the ones that are important to you, but I'll share some with you that you can use. You know, I have a spouse, so I would score my relationship on a scale of one to 10, one being really low, 10 being fabulous. How did, in my opinion, how am I doing in that relationship? 
Same with my children, my family. How am I doing on that relationship with them? On my health, absolutely, there were some things when I started the year I wanted to do for myself. Am I doing those things from a health perspective? Because we all know that taking care of your health is very, very important. I may also score my finances. How was that coming along? Did I commit to doing a budget? Was there supposed to be a certain amount of income in there? So I'll score myself on those financials. Another thing you can score yourself on is your spirituality or your spirit. So am I taking time for myself? Am I connecting with the universe or with God or whomever you believe in? If there is a higher force in this world, am I doing the things that I committed to do? Those are some examples that you can score yourself on. Another one that I love as a measure for myself is what am I learning? So each quarter I've identified things that I would like to learn, more skills, or I have a stack of books and I choose a couple of those that I'm going to read. How is that coming along? So reflecting is about looking at the wins that you've had, the success you've had, but also measuring yourself and scoring yourself to see where you're at on those goals that you've committed to for this year. And I also want you, when you're doing that reflection, think about what got you that success that you have already. In the reflection time, you'll also come up with some items or some lessons learned or some new insights that you didn't have when you started the quarter. So I want you to make a note of that also, because in the second item in the five-hour framework, it's called remove. So the first one was reflect. The second one is remove. So what's not serving you anymore? So for example, there are things that held you back from achieving your goals. What are those items? And listen, if you ask yourself these questions in your journal, the answers will come to you. Ask yourself, hey, for this quarter, this was a goal that I wanted to do, but I am not there yet. What is holding me back? So what's holding me back from getting these clients? What's holding me back from going to my boss and saying, I'm ready for that next assignment, that next big project, or even that next promotion? What is holding me back? That is something that I want you to consider as we do this uh, quarterly review. The other thing is what distractions came up for you in that last quarter? Have you been looking at a lot of Netflix? Have you been scrolling much more on social media? Those are things that distract us. Like how many times for the day are you picking up the phone? Do you actually have focused time to do the work that you need to do? Or are you being distracted with the phone, with social media? I mean, we know once you get in there and you start scrolling, sometimes it's hard to stop the scroll. So is that sucking up time that you should be using to work on your goals? And the best way to do that is you can actually track this on daily. You can track it for a week and see, okay, how many times am I reaching for that phone? Maybe that's a distraction and I need to find something else to do. 
Maybe when I have focused time, I leave the phone outside the office or I leave it in my bag and I don't have it beside me so I'm not tempted to pick it up and use it. I want you to think about your productivity. Is there anything in there that you need to remove? Anything that's not working for you when it comes to you achieving the things that you want to achieve? I also want you to think about your energy. Do you feel that you have the energy to achieve the work that you wanted to do in a day? Or do you feel that that energy is low, you're tired, and so it takes you longer to do the work? That could be impacting your productivity and you don't even know it. You know, I shared with you in a prior episodes, but I forget which one is called, but it was the 15 secrets of highly successful people. And the number one secret that I shared with you that was recorded in that book was managing your energy. So how was your energy management in that order? And is there anything you need to do to up your energy as we head into Q2, right? Those are things that we'll be looking at to see what can we remove, what can we do better in. Another thing that I touched on briefly is your courage. Did you have the courage to do the uncomfortable things that you needed to do? So for example, we know that by achieving our goal, by moving from where we are today to where that goal is, we're going to have to step out of our comfort zone a little bit because that goal is a little further down the road. So do, we, do you have the courage to do the activities and the tasks required to achieve that goal? So as you're looking at the remove section, look at, did you have those items? Are you lacking some of those things? And what can you remove or do differently as you move into the next quarter? The third part of the 5R framework, so we talked about reflect, we talked about remove. So you know what your wins are, you know what got you that success, you've scored yourself. You know what was holding you back, those lessons learned as to what you should be doing differently. Now it's time to replan. That's the third item in the 5R framework. When we talk about replanning, a plan, it was just your best idea when you started the year on how to get to your goal. But as we know, even if you leave your house to let's say you're going to the mall, there could be a detour. There could be construction. I know there could be a lot of traffic. There can be an accident on the road and you've got to take a detour. So a plan is like, I know I'm going from my home. I know I want to get to the mall. I know I'm going to take the most direct route. But as you leave home, you might have to take a detour. This is the time in the year where we're replanning and we're looking at how do I adjust that plan to get to where I'm going? Because remember, when you started this journey back in January, you've grown in the past three months, right? Did you hear what I just said there? You have grown in the past three months. You have made progress. And where you stand today at this quarter's end, you're different than the person you were three months ago because you've been doing the work. And you've been making progress. And so you're now able to have better clarity. 
on your goal and to plan now the next quarter and you can plan it even better than you did because now you've made some progress. When you're replanning, there may be some goals that you need to adjust. There may be some goals that you thought you were going to do in January when you started, but you know what? It's not serving you anymore. You may need to stop that goal. You may need to do a pivot in your business. You know, sometimes we need to do that as we're moving along. But this is the opportunity as we're doing this review to readjust that plan that we've set up. Sometimes we may need to even set new targets and new measures. Remember I gave you that example of if you wanted five clients per month, you would have had 15 clients per now, but you only got five, so you're missing 10. So now you're able to reset your measures as you go into the next quarter. Maybe you need to adjust the thing that you were selling so that you can make that money that you wanted to make in each quarter if you were doing a financial goal. Maybe, for example, when you started this year, you wanted to get another job and you realized in the last quarter that you were looking in the wrong, the wrong team or the wrong line of business and you want to do something different, right? This is the time that you do that pivot. And if it's the job you're going after, you make sure the resume is ready. You make sure you set time in your schedule to look at the postings and to apply and to practice for that interview because this is the time that you want to do that preparation work. So a huge part of replanning is to get better clarity on the goal and a chunk of that that you want to achieve in the next quarter. So that's really important. As you do that and you gain that clarity, there may also be risks that come up that you need to, you know, write down and keep an eye on depending on the industry that you're in. And the last thing I want to share with you is you may also realize that there's a new skill that you want to learn. So what new things do you want to learn? Do you have clarity on the next three months and what you want to achieve in your goals? If you're doing a project, how far along do you need to be in that project so that when you get to year end, you've actually accomplished that? So replanning was the third step in the 5R framework. The fourth step is called resources. And it's called that for a reason because a lot of the times we believe we've got to do it by ourselves. And what I want to share with you is when we look at the step called resources is sometimes you need a team to help you. A lot of big projects that I've worked on, we've always had a team. A lot of big goals that companies achieve, they have a team working on that. So you've done your replanning, you have greater clarity on your goals, and now the question is you're asking, who do I need to get to help me achieve this goal? What skills don't I have right now or I'm not that great at that I need to go find that in someone else. Maybe they're in my network. Maybe I need to hire someone so that I can go faster. Maybe you've realized that 
you were you were taking too long to do a particular thing. It's good that you're learning it, but sometimes having someone who's an expert there will help you. Sometimes also you realize that, you know what, for me to achieve that big goal, I don't know what all the items are. And that's when you can get a coach to help you and to guide you so that you can achieve that big dream. Remember I said in one of our episodes is that you don't have to create small goals because you can achieve way more than that. So get team involved. Get people who don't have the skills that you need. Get them involved. And a lot of times you'll realize too that you don't have to trade money for these things. There could be people in your network that you can trade services with and they can help you achieve that goal. As we also look at the resources section, we're looking at is there anything you can automate? One of the things I do in my business is the first time I do something, I do it myself and I document it. And then I look at how can I automate that? So the second time that I have to do that, I have a process and I can automate that. Oh, I can hand it over to someone so that they can do it. This podcast also, a lot of it is automated. When I get guests to come in, that entire process, the emails, all of that stuff is automated. So I can show up and I can do my interviews. And when I'm done, I can upload my videos and that's it. So as you're looking at the resources, think about who can you ask to support you? Do you need a coach that would help you get there faster? give you that accountability and help you achieve that goal faster so that you're not using trial and error methods to do things when other people have gone down that path already. Do you need a coach to help you with, you know, your energy, your productivity so that you, when you show up, you can actually deliver the work that you want to. So give that some thought and also the things that you can automate. So in as we're doing this Q1 review, and I'm sharing with you the five R framework, the first thing we looked at was reflect. The second was, what are you going to remove? The third was replanning what you're going to achieve in the second quarter. The fourth was resources, because now you're looking at who do I need to enroll to help me with that new plan that I have for the next quarter. And the fifth item in the 5R framework is to relax. Yep, you heard me. You've spent time in the last three months just going at it, just doing the work, and it's time to relax. And if you didn't plan a celebration, this is the week to do that. You know, you've already in the reflex section, You've already identified wins that you've had. Have you paused and celebrated those wins so that they're integrated, so that they give you that boost that you need to jump into the second quarter? So make sure you schedule some time as we're getting to the end of Q1 to relax. And as you relax, I want you to think about what new perspectives did you, do you have now? You know. You've been doing the work for three months. You're a different person now in that journey. New perspectives, new ideas, new insights 
that you probably had or you probably learned because you were also learning it in the past three months, I want you to schedule some time to re-energize so that you're connected with why these goals are important to you and why you must achieve them. That's important, right? Sometimes reconnecting to the why really helps us re-energize so that we can get up every day and we can give it our best. I also want you in this relaxing step to think about how are you going to celebrate when you get to the end of Q2, right? That's going to be halfway through the year. Do you plan a family vacation at that time? I mean, the kids would be out of school if you have kids. So do you have something planned for that time? It's going to be the middle of summer. What are you going to do to celebrate as you get to the halfway point of the year and then get ready for the second half of the year. So as you relax, I want you to think about those ideas, right? You're not the same person that you were January 1st. You've three months worth of work, three months worth of experiences, three months worth of successes and lessons you've learned that is going to help you as we get into the next quarter. So I really hope that that five-hour framework has served you today. If you'd like to learn more about that framework, go even deeper. There is a Lead and Lift Society that I've created. And in there, we have a group of people that come together. We go deeper on these frameworks we talk about here in the podcast. But we're also there to support each other and share each other on. Because what I've learned personally is that Yes, we have the best intentions, but our willpower could only take us so far. And sometimes because we're changing, but we're in our same environment, the change doesn't happen that fast. And sometimes being in a community of people just like you growing towards their goals, it really helps. They're there to cheer you on and they understand the process that you're going through. So if that is something that interests you, you can go to leadandlift.com forward slash society. We'll drop that in the show notes for you also. So as you prepare to wrap up Q1 and get ready for Q2, I hope that you take some time and you review the five-hour framework. You can just schedule two hours in your calendar. And as you go through the framework, you know, reflect. I want you to remove the things that's holding you back. Replan. So replan Q2 so that you can reset your goals. You can adjust them. You can set the, me- the measures. I want you to identify the resources that you need, the people around you to support you and cheer you on, but also help you achieve the goals that you have set for Q2. And then to relax. How are you going to celebrate when you get to the end of Q2? But I also want you to schedule some time in there to celebrate all the wins that you've accomplished in Q1. I truly hope this has served you today. Get ready to win Q2 and I wish you all the best and all the success. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. 
You can find our guest's contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.